0: I'm happy to be home. Uh, it was a week and a few days that uh, I got to rest and pray, and I was with uh, my best friend of the world, a guy, Father Jeff Rose. We, we grew up together, or as we always say, we got older together, but there wasn't a lot of growing up. Uh, but he's a religious order priest serving in uh, Toledo as the president of uh, the Francis de Sales High School there. And uh, The Lord blessed us and challenged us with some great reading, and uh, he had sinned at some point, so he needed a confession, but I was all set, so (laughs) I got to, anyway, Anyway, I'm glad to be home. Um, Today, uh, I I love that, and and Dad, uh, this morning, when we do our morning prayer, we're in the same room, and uh, I heard when my dad got to the part of his prayer time where he, he reads the scriptures, for the day. And I know right when he got to our first reading, because he started giggling, uh, at this moment we encounter in our first reading where Elijah hits a wall. I mean, he just hits a wall hard. Uh, if you know the story, Elijah has been getting after it. He was the last prophet of God. They killed all of the others, or compromise them. And he just kept telling the truth no matter what, and nobody likes that, right? Nobody likes the guy who tells the truth. And as a result, he has to flee. And he runs and runs, and and in this first reading, he finally stops, plops down beneath a tree, and says, quote, Take my life, Lord. This is enough. He's done. Right? And God's response is to send him an angel to comfort him and to give him food. And, of course, being Elijah, he gets up and gets going. And he had years in him. He still had years in him and did many ridiculous and beautiful things. But he had to hit that wall. He had to. For us as Catholics, we basically have three jobs to do. And frankly, that's kind of it. Uh, but it turns out those three jobs, uh, worship God. Congratulations, here you are. Yes? That's one. Uh, two, strive for holiness. Okay? It's, you know, it's early ish. Uh, three, care for the poor and vulnerable. It's kind of it. Uh, And it would seem easy until we try. And when we try is when we find out that crazy, amazing thing that while we all have it together, other people don't. And it's awkward, yes? You should laugh at that, yeah. No, right? What we find out is that thing that's true of us, it's true of everybody. We're a wreck. We're good at faking it. But we're a bit train wrecky. And that causes this wall we run into. We need to worship God, but sometimes it's easier to sleep in. It's a lot easier to just go to practice than to fight your kid on it. It's a lot easier to pretend unimportant things are important. Society will always reward that. And when it comes to striving for holiness, it turns out it's more than just doing the right thing. We actually have to have the right heart. We have to be doing the right thing at the right time for the right reason. And then when it comes to caring for the poor and vulnerable, it means we need to toss aside our stupid opinions and just do our job. We need to stop pretending politics or voting is the answer and instead, you know, be the answer. Now it's hard. What we've got, and Jesus talks about this in the gospel, and we're really going to kill this gospel next week, so I'm going easy on you today, right? Uh, what we've got is Jesus saying, I'm the answer to the wall. When you run into the wall, that's a good thing because you and I need to know our limitations so we can appreciate how far God can exceed them in us. In Paul's uh, reading, our, our second reading, who read that? It's really well done. Thank you. In our second reading, I love how Paul lays it out. And man, he gets humans, doesn't he? He says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. And I kind of, he's literally saying, don't make the Holy Spirit sad. So let's find out how to avoid making the Holy Spirit sad. Here's what makes the Holy Spirit sad. Bitterness, fury, anger, shouting, reviling. Oh, Turns out we got a lot of that. Yeah? It turns out we're really good at those things. Uh, we I, I don't know about you, I'm, I'm pretty gosh darn good at bitterness, fury, anger, reviling. Yeah, sign me up. But it turns out that's not what we're striving for. That's not holiness. It's just easy. I don't know exactly when this started, but I know I can tell you as a priest, you, you often get letters from people not pleased with your performance right part of the job but i think it was about 10 years ago and almost any priest can tell you this when you started to get those letters you started to hear this phrase over and over and it's a, supposedly a bad thing the church of nice right the church of nice and it's actually used as a condemnatory statement as if god wants us to i don't know be bitter angry shout and revile When those are the very things that make the Holy Spirit sad. That grieve the Holy Spirit. And it comes from the simplest thing. Our attempts to fight evil without the Holy Spirit. Our attempts to fight evil by imitating evil. And all that does is make it worse. We need to avoid those things and strive for these. You ready? Quote, be kind to one another. Be compassionate. Forgive one another as God forgives you. That's our goal. This is how we pull off holy. And that idea that we think kindness and niceness are somehow a bad thing shows how very broken we are. It's easy to be angry. It takes no effort at all. Anybody can do it, that's why everybody does. But to be kind, to be kind requires the Holy Spirit. And when we hit that wall where we don't want to be kind, but we want to pull the pin and throw the grenade, that's a good time to say, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. I want to be angry and need to be kind. This story, I have told way more times than any one human should tell a story. But I don't care. Uh, So you get to hear it. Again, I think, I don't know if I told you. But it marks one of the top 10 most important lessons I've ever learned in my life. And it came uh, 2007, 2008. I was with Father Jeff, the guy, and we were going on the same retreat we just went on last week but we were in the Upper Peninsula. And you know, basically, once you get past Claire in Michigan, there's a few universal truths that everyone who crosses that line finds, right? One, it's insanely beautiful. It's just God showing off, yeah? Number two, you find out there are only two-lane roads, yeah? And you find out that there are people who can't go past 40 miles an hour. Yeah? You're with me? okay? And we must get rid of them. Uh, That's (laughs) so I'm driving, and 40 miles an hour, and I think I'm going to die, you know? And, And so I start explaining to the car in front of me, you know, it's 55, yeah? And as I went on and on, very spiritually, um, <laughs> Jeff said this thing to me, and I wanted to, I see why we killed Jesus. I do. Yeah, right? I mean, we always, oh, I would love Jesus. No, we'd be crucifying him, right? And why? Because of stuff like this. Bro, do you think they care that you're mad? Do you think they know you're mad? This is where we are And you being mad is making it worse You can't change this So be here And be happy And I would love to tell you as I like, Oh brother what a beautiful word That's not what happened But <laughs> It did sink in It was so easy to be angry It was I, I didn't have to work it at all It was easy to be filled with fury and to revile. And there was this beautiful moment where in the quiet, God just said, call on me. You hit a wall, it's okay, there's lots of walls. Come Holy Spirit. And that's when the beauty of the moment struck me. I'm with my best friend in the world. We get one week together every year, that's it. We never see each other outside of that, too busy. I'm with my best friend in the world, in the most beautiful place on the planet, and I'm griping because I'm going slow. That's insane. When we get rid of fury and bitterness and revilement and anger, and we say, come Holy Spirit. Then we see it. We can see it. We're supposed to be Compassionate. And to be compassionate literally means to suffer with someone. Compassion. Passion is the Greek word. and It's always shown with a candle because it refers to a specific type of love. That's where we get the word passion. It's a love that's so intense it hurts. It consumes. And that's why we call this the passion of Christ. This was pure love. When we see people suffering, we're supposed to hurt with them, not judge them, not fix them, not blow by them. We're supposed to enter their pain. We must be kind and compassionate, and we gotta forgive. And to forgive means to not collect the debt. It doesn't mean to reconcile real quick. I always have to do this because it's important. When we forgive someone, it doesn't mean the relationship is restored. They might not be worth that. And they might be the type who won't learn the lesson again. You are a treasure, and don't put that treasure in bad hands. But to forgive means we release the debt that's owed. This is a terrible example, but it's what I got. Okay? If you played football or hockey, and I don't know about other sports, if a guy did something dirty, there was this phenomenon. Do you know this? Checking the jersey. Do you know about this? It's when you check out the number of the guy and you remember it for the fourth quarter. Yeah? That at some point the game will be over-ish and that's the time for payback. We call that checking the jersey. Right? What number did that? 34. All right. See you in the fourth. Yeah? It's terrible. Don't do this. Unless you play for grand plank, then it's fine. It's uh, it's, it's in the Bible. Don't look it up. This idea, when we think about forgiveness, it's the choice to not check the number. It's the choice to not do the fourth quarter, in a sense. It's to say a debt is owed. I'm not going to pay it. I'm not going to collect it. You're not going to pay it. And we have to forgive because we all need that so desperately. I am uh, a sinner. I am broken. You are sinners. You are broken. And if we can't be merciful to each other, then we'll never enjoy life. We'll never understand love. And don't buy the lie. Jesus says, forgive and forget. He never said that. I can't forget. I can forget stuff I'm supposed to remember. I'm great at that. But when it comes to wounds, oh, I remember And so I have to make that effort. Jesus, I forgive them. Don't collect the debt. I'm not going to collect the debt. All of these things are hard. If they were easy, everyone would do them. But you and I have decided we're in this fight because he's worth it. And if he's worth it, then we better get after it. And be kind. And be compassionate. And be merciful. And when we hit the brick wall, this is how far my strength can take me. That's when we call on the Holy Spirit, who can do more in us than we could ever imagine. So today, may we, when we receive Jesus, who gives us the whole of himself in the form of bread, may we know what we're receiving, his very strength to be kind, to be compassionate, and to be merciful. Amen? Amen? Okay.